the Carolina Hurricanes were able to pick up their very first win in Seattle against the Kraken the other day. It is now time to recap that game as well as speculate on the Carolina Hurricanes reverse retros. All in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes. Your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of the day of this lovely, chilly Wednesday afternoon. And as always, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And the Carolina Hurricanes took on the Seattle Kraken the other night on what day was it? Monday. Wow. This week is flying by folks, but yes, the hurricanes took on the Kraken on Monday in Seattle. Obviously last season, Seattle's inaugural season. The hurricanes were not able to beat Seattle in Seattle last season. They split the season series one to one and the Carolina hurricanes were able to come away with their first win in climate pledge arena this season, Freddie Anderson has now also beat every single team in the NHL, which is a very, very cool for him. And the Hurricanes won this game 5-1. to one. And as I mentioned, first win in Seattle, and Freddie Anderson did get the start in net. I know I had initially speculated that they may go with Auntie Ranta because of the slate of Edmonton and Calgary coming up really soon. Yeah. Edmonton is tonight, or excuse me, not tonight, tomorrow. And no, it's Calgary tomorrow. Wow, I am so messed up on the Hurricanes schedule. Yes, it is Edmonton. No, wait, it's Edmonton on Thursday, Calgary on Saturday. Wow, those games, I got totally mixed up. But yeah, I thought that they would go with Auntie Ronta here, so Freddie would be super well-rested, ready to go for Edmonton. And possibly Calgary as well, but that's not the case. And I do understand. I do think Freddie will get the start tomorrow in Edmonton, but we'll just have to wait and see on that. We'll talk about that tomorrow, but uh, I'm really glad he was able to get the start here again. He is the Hurricanes number one goaltender, so I'm not necessarily surprised that he got the start. Uh, One other other roster move that they did uh, against Seattle was Dylan Coughlin slotting in there on that third pairing alongside Jalen Chatfield. Jalen Chatfield sticking in the lineup and being Calvin DeHaan that sits out. I think Chatfield is really, really making a case for himself to be sticking around at the end of this road trip because, again, on opening night, Don Waddell did mention that this the team we saw then may not be the same team that we see you know, whenever they come back after the state fair wraps up. So... Chatfield is really making a case for himself. He looked good in this game as he has in all three of the Hurricanes games this year. So that was really good there. And Coglin, I think, yeah, he just needs like a little bit more time, you know, to get 
acclimated and get a feel for his new team. You know, he came over in the patch ready trade. You know, so, and it's also beginning of the year. Yeah, uh, you you expect those kinds of things of guys coming in from new teams and start of the season, maybe a little mistakes and whatnot. Not something I'm overly concerned about. And you know, we still also have to see Ethan Bear. We may see him in Edmonton on um, tomorrow, but that's just something we'll have to wait and see on. But this was a game that I was very, very pleased with. I know a lot of folks were. You know, the Hurricanes, again, it was a 5-1 to one win. The second period is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, you know, we had Sebastian Ajo net a goal in this game. And I mentioned in the previous episode, one thing I want to see him avoid uh, again this year is having a slow start to the year. That's something that's plagued him in the past, and that wasn't the case in this game. You know, he was able to show up pretty early on in the second period. He did have an assist on that first goal of the game. Seth Jarvis, yet again, just making his presence felt, uh, getting that first goal of the game. You had the, and this was also the first time this year that the Hurricanes have gotten on the board first, which is something that I was very critical of in those first two games of avoiding those slow starts. You can't play from behind all the time. You're not always going to be able to come back and win. And, they were able to get on the board first in this game, which I think was really, really important and something I want to see continue of them avoiding those slow starts. But Sebastian Otto, a three-point night. He had an assist on that first goal. He had a power play goal in the second, and then he also had an assist on one of Andre Sveshnikov's goal. Andre Sveshnikov, also a three-point night. I've said before, I want to see these the top guys play like top guys. And that's what we saw tonight. The entire top line, or excuse me, no, the almost all of the top line showed up on the score sheet with Seth Jarvis and Sebastian Ajo. And then Andre Sveshnikov showing up for him, for his line as well. That second line is, honestly, I still say it is poised to be like the niederreiter stall Foss line was last year. I think that second line can be our best line this year. I really, really do. And Andre Sveshkov having an absolute monster game. He, as well as Sebastian Ajo, having three points. But Svech, he had all three of his points in the second period. He had two goals within just over a minute of each other, 70 seconds to be exact. and. You know, that's what we want from him. I said, you know, whenever he signed that uh, eight year contract extension that I want to see him, you know, just take steps to be, you know, the guy. And obviously I know Sebastian Ajo, you know, he's, you know, the top guy, but Svechio, he he's supposed to be one of those guys as well. And I'm liking what I'm seeing from him. He's having a really, really good start to the year. I want him to be able to continue that as well and not have, you know, a bunch of dips in the season, you know, like we'd seen before, you know, from him of having, you know, kind of an up and down year a couple years ago. I don't want to see that again from him. I want to see him, you know, continue to just build and develop and be the player that we know he can be. We know just how good Andre Sveshkov can be. And another thing in this game was Jordan Martinuk uh, extending the lead uh, to 5-1. You have pretty close to the end of the game and you know him having you know a good game as well he's obviously you know 
he cleared waivers and you he had been assigned to Chicago. I thought that he was going to be on the opening night roster because it's the opening his opening night. Everyone loves him and they wanted him to be there, you know, but you know, he was in the San Jose game. He was in this game and he's playing with a bit extra. I guess you would say uh, a bit of a chip on his shoulder almost. Uh, and because, you know, he got assigned to the AHL. And I think, yeah, that's kind of something you know, for him. You know, obviously, he's been around long enough. He knows it's just business. It's not personal. But, you know, kind of maybe uh, upset him a little bit. Obviously, I've said before, you know, injuries and age uh, catching up to him and that affecting him over the past couple years. And I think we all realize that. But, you know, now he's healthy and I think he's got something to prove, and this you know, was something for you. Was, he was really going for it, uh, cleaning up those scraps, getting that rebound, and getting the puck in the back of the net there on that goal. And that's what you want to see from him. You know, we know he's not going to be like a 50-goal scorer or anything like that, but you want to see plays like that from him. And you know, I'm, I was really pleased with what I saw from him. You know, we'll see you know, how much longer he sticks around on the NHL side of things uh, before he probably inevitably goes to the AHL, but yeah, that's just something we'll have to wait and see. We'll talk about that whenever it comes, but uh, on the Sebastian Ajo goal, Brent Burns got his first point as a Carolina hurricane. That was a power play goal as well. And that first power play unit with Ajo and Burns and Jarvis. Yeah. I was a little critical of them in opening night, but I did understand, Hey, it was opening night is entirely new power play unit and you know i knew that it takes some take some work and you know and getting just a feel for each other you know and that power play is going to be freaking deadly this year just like our second line is probably going to be our best line or at least i'm predicting that i think that first power play unit can definitely be our best power play unit but again congratulations to brent burns on getting his first point as a carolina hurricane and I think he he's going to be in for a season. I, I really do. Uh, we've talked about you know, just his ice time, him leading the team in shots and stuff like that already this year. It, it's only a matter of time for him before the floodgates open, and I cannot wait to see it. I know a lot of folks are just waiting for it, and it's going to be really, really fun for it. And yeah, I mentioned you know, Burns looking good, Aho, uh, Svechnikov, you know, those guys looking really good. Freddie Anderson, obviously, really, really good in this game as well. And yeah, Spirit Cotton Yemi, he's looking really good in that second line center role. I think as the season progresses, things are just going to really start falling place into place for him, much like Brent Burns. You know, you're seeing you're seeing it start to build and and that momentum start to get behind him. I think it's just a matter of time before you know, he really just unlocks his potential there as that second line center. And Stefan Nazen, another guy, you know, really taking advantage of his opportunity that he's having right now with Andre Kasha being out. He had a two point night. He had assist on the first Andre Sveshnikov goal, the power play goal as well as on the Jordan Martinet goal at the end of the game. You know, another guy, 
he's really just taking advantage of his opportunity that he's had. If you remember back when we were previewing the season, Walt Ruff uh, said that he could be a dark horse to be on the team. And you know, he was on that opening night roster. Kasha went out. Nason is in and he's taking advantage of his opportunity. He had a monster year in the AHL last year. So I'm not surprised you know, that he's having you know games like this. I, he's another one. I think it's just going to be a matter of time before he nets his first goal of the year. And, Again, just momentum on his side, you know, with, you know, this game, with the last game in San Jose, it's just going to be a matter of time for him, Burns, and Kotiemi as well. But, you know, the Hurricanes got the 5-1 win from this game. We're talking about Spashnaho a lot. We got to hear from him and Rod Brindamore in post game, and we will hear what they had to say right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, the Carolina Hurricanes are taking on the Edmonton Oilers tomorrow calgary flames after that vancouver canucks after that so a lot of games coming up you have football season it's in full swing right now and so bet online is your number one source for all of your football betting info this season so find all of the latest player developments team matchups news podcasts and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find and as always bet online remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, golf, hockey, wrestling, whatever it may be. If you're watching AEW Dynamite last night, you know that the main event for Full Gear set is going to be John Moxley versus MJF for the AEW World Championship. So, if you're wanting a place to bet on who you think is going to win that match, Bet Online is the place to do it. So, head over to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Now, again, we talked about Sebastian Ajo a lot. He was the second star of this game, having a three point night. And we got to hear from him after the game. And this is what Sebastian Ajo had to say. Each for us tonight, and uh, yeah, scoring a couple on the power helps, and obviously, yeah, uh, PK was solid. So, uh, I think, uh, nice for him. what did you think was better about your fight? Uh, we scored a couple, right? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's better. No, uh, I think we uh, we moved the puck, moved the puck uh, pretty well, and uh, we tried to outwork their PK, and uh, yeah, they were uh, big goals at the time, so uh, just trying to build in that. When you score three goals, it was like in two minutes. Do you feel the other team kind of deflate a little bit? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you, I don't really you know, can't pay too much attention to what they do. Uh, just kind of stick to the our game plan. And uh, I think we did a solid job keeping uh, them off the, off the score sheet. And uh, Freddie was huge, obviously, at, uh, at the end as well. You and Sutch obviously are you good at finding each other there. It seemed like you guys had that role tonight. Yeah, I mean, he's a great player. Uh, I'd love to find him because, uh, you know, he can put the puck in the net. So, uh, yep, uh, great player. Sebastian, continue to find momentum for each game. What do you like about your team right now? Uh, yeah, it's early in the season, and, uh, you know, there's uh, areas you can, uh, I can be better. And uh, But, yeah, it was a pretty solid game, and uh tried to just, you know, take a day at a time and uh, build the game and, uh, you know, as, as a with, uh, with my line mates and power plays and PKs and all that stuff, so uh, just try to be uh, be better every day. What does Brent Burns do to enhance the power play? 
Oh, he's a big, big. Uh, he's a big shot, so obviously we have to pay attention on uh, on that shot, and uh, that might give us uh, rest them a little bit more space. And uh, yeah, he can make plays, and you know, great player. All right, thanks, Fishy. So Sebastian Ajo, uh, really talking about the power play there. And I think that was really, really big for the Hurricanes. You know, obviously we talked about Brent Burns and Freddie, but power play was big in this game for me, because if you remember in those first two games, I was really wanting the Hurricanes to show up on the power play. I didn't want that to dry out and look like a dry Thanksgiving turkey the way it has in the past. And, you know, I didn't want that. And the Hurricanes power play showed up here, you know, going two for five uh, on the power play. And I said, you know, that, that first power play unit can really be our best one and maybe even one of the best in the NHL this year. I really do think that. And I think that, you know, it's getting going early. You know, we're three games in and it seems to be clicking. Uh, I really want to see what it's going to look like against a tougher opponent. Nothing against Seattle. They are an NHL team. There's obviously talent there. They're better than me. They're better than you. You know, uh, they're they're in the NHL for a reason. But you know, they're not a top tier team in the NHL. I want to see what those power play units look like against tougher opponents. You know, we're going against Edmonton and Calgary here in the next two games. I think that's going to be a really big test for those power play units and for the penalty kill as well. You know, uh, Seattle went one for five on the power play and the Hurricanes do need to watch it when it comes to the penalties. You know, obviously, you know, that's one game. You know, we'll see how it goes uh, going forward. So I'm not going to be overly, overly critical as far as taking that many penalties, but that's going to be something you got to, you got to watch for, you know, Seattle's one thing, but you know, you go against, you know, uh, say like Colorado or, you know, a top tier team, you know, you take five penalties, you know, you know you're going to have your work cut out for them. We know just how good this uh, penalty killing units uh, can be. We, we know that we know how good the hurricanes penalty kill is, but you take that many, you know, you're, you're going to have your work cut out for you and you're not always going to get away with just giving up one. So that is one thing that they do need to work on. Uh, again, it is very early in the season, so I'm not going to be too, too harsh. But, you know, power play, I'm liking what I'm seeing. That's what I want. I want it to get going early. So we're not, you know, midway, two-thirds of the way through the season, and we're like, okay, what's going on here? Uh, I, I'm liking that we're seeing it gel early, and... I'm really, really excited to see what they can do like when they start firing on all cylinders. But it wasn't just Sebastian Ajo that we got to hear from after the game against the Kraken. We also got to hear from Rod Brindamore, and we'll hear what Rod has, had to say right now. Waiting on someone or are you nope. good to go? Good to go. Mm -hmm. Some strong attraction on the power play tonight. You made some changes at practice yesterday. What did you like to see? Well, I like seeing the puck going in that, that's for sure. I mean, it wasn't great, but I thought we did a couple of good things that we did try to work on and 
you know, they, they, I give the other team credit. They were pressuring us pretty, pretty hard. But I thought we made a couple of little adjustments and actually got a couple goals out of it. So, I mean, overall, good night. Sebastian Ajo, goal to assist. Andre Sashikov, two goals and assists. Yeah. Where do you find momentum both of them? What do you like? Yeah, well, you need your best players to be best players if you want to have, a, you know, any type of success as a group. And so far, those guys have been, you know, three games in, but they certainly have done their job. So we need to keep that going. You see a guy like Jesper fast, getting sticks in lanes, you know, effective back check. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of the symbolic of what you're looking for for the whole club? Yeah, well, everyone has to do that, and certain guys you know are going to do it every night, and he's certainly one of those guys that, uh, you know, carries a lot of that kind of gritty work for us and uh, leads the way in that department, and, you know, you got to have all kinds of guys to doing their role, and you kind of do what you got to do, and that's that's – that's part of his MO. Is your PK that aggressive with every team, like the teams that are capable of getting pucked to the weak side? Well, we, I mean, we're we, everyone has everyone's pretty aggressive nowadays. I mean, I think there's you know our our, our style of play on the PK is try to make they got to make three good plays passes to get one. They they did tonight. Kind of we got a little bit of a pick that caused the goal, but they made a good play on it. Tip your hat and you move on, you know. But you, you certainly. Um, you know, I thought we did okay job tonight on the kill. A goal ahead to probably make too many big saves. This morning you talked about getting a stronger start compared to the last two games. You did that set Jarvis scores. What was the importance of finding that line to Well, it's nice to get ahead of the game. And then it allows you to have a couple bad shifts here or there. And versus if you get behind one and then you have a couple bad shifts, suddenly that, that, that could be the game. So um, nice to just get that goal. I think we, you know, we got in a penalty trouble in the first there, so it was nice to, you know, have that little cushion. All right, thanks, Rod. Thanks, yeah, everyone. Got anybody down? Cam River. Yeah. So you know, with Rod Brynmors, yeah, you know, echoing a lot of things there yeah, that's already been said. Uh, the power play, again, really happy you know, that that was able to show up and penalty kill as well. You know, and. You know, what are you saying right there at the end? You know, how they got, you know, in some penalty trouble and having that cushion. You know, I said earlier that, you know, the Hurricanes getting out to uh, early leads and getting on the board first and not getting those slow starts and having to play from behind all the time. That's going to be big because, again, a situation like this right here in this game, get out to that early lead, get on the board first. And that way, if something happens like that, you know, you're not having to play from behind. And, you know, even, you know, say you tie it up or it gets tied, you know, because think about, you know, how it could have been, you know, if they had been playing like they did in those first two games of having those slow starts, you know, it may be, you know, one nothing or, you know, depending on, you know, how, the penalties that they took, you know, it could be two nothing or, you know, like a lot of what ifs there. Uh, but again, showing up early and getting on the board early, uh, or at least keeping it tied. I mean, you know, it's, that's, that's going to be important, uh, this season. So we're not playing from behind like we did the first two games, like we did last year and, you know, stuff like that. That's, that's going to be really big, uh, for the hurricanes this year. But one thing, you know, for this year, is that reverse retros are coming back. And we're going to speculate on just what we could potentially be seeing from those right after this. Now, folks, the 
Carolina Hurricanes, as well as all the teams in the NHL, did uh, put out teasers for their new reverse retros for this season. We There have been speculation on them coming back this year, especially when the Hurricanes announced their uh, uniform calendar. You, know, you had your homes, your aways, your whalers, your uh, anniversary jerseys. You also had the stadium series jerseys. Uh, and then one other. Everyone count when we saw that we're like that's probably gonna be reverse retros, and obviously a lot of other folks you know uh, speculating on it as well. You know, if you're a Penguins fan, you know uh, Hunter from Lockdown Penguins really thinking you know the Robo Penguin is gonna be making a comeback, and it looks like it probably will be. But uh, the Hurricanes, yeah, that's what we're talking about here. And you know, from what I've heard uh, from my uh, little birdie is that it will not be whalers related and that for me is going to be really is a relief because you guys know i've i've grown really tired of the whalers stuff i feel like it's it's gotten beaten into the ground uh it's fine for like a, a once a year thing you know for folks to look forward to that's fine especially if you're playing like an old school opponent, maybe you could work something out where they wear some throwbacks or, or whatever, you know, that's fine. Uh, but like with the whalers reverse retros, that was too much for me. Like I understand you know, from a business perspective uh, of doing it because, you know, of that logo being as popular as it is and, you know, be able to make a lot of money, but they're, they've been the Hurricanes for 25 years now. Let the Whaler stuff go. You know, you can do reverse. You can do reverse retro Hurricanes jerseys. Doesn't have to be Seattle or uh, Whalers jerseys. You know, like Seattle, like I was fixing to mention. Yeah, they may have to go back to some of the former teams that have been in Seattle. Yeah, they may have to do that for theirs. We'll, we'll see what it looks like uh, whenever it gets uh, unveiled, but. The Hurricanes got plenty of stuff. If, if you remember, I'm pretty sure I talked about it whenever it was released. Uh, Jordan Martinuk uh, going on 99.9 at the time and saying, uh, you know, that obviously you know, like the Whaler stuff, but it's kind of hoping for some Hurricane stuff. They've been the Hurricanes for over 20 years, and, and you know, they got stuff they can pull from from that, but you know, they didn't at the time. We'll see what happens, you know, with this one. Uh, another thing I had heard was that the red jerseys and the black pants last year, they were done for a reason. So done as an experiment. So, you know, you can kind of expect, you know, a red jersey with some black pants. And uh, I'm going to be interested to see what it looks like. Uh, I think I'm not really sure what to think on it. Yeah. If you had to ask me, I think that yeah, you know, they'll they won't do like anything similar to the anniversary stuff. Uh you know, kind of how they brought back like an old jersey. I think that you know I mean it's obviously a retro, so you're gonna be going old school with it. But I think they're kind of gonna be steering away from kind of how they did like the classic red jerseys for the anniversary. I think they're gonna steer away from that. I think maybe you look to the old third jersey. I think maybe you look to that for maybe like some uh, a color swap on it. Uh, I haven't seen it, so I'm just 
speculating here. I told you what I know is that you know it's not Whalers and the red jerseys and black pants last year were done for a reason. That's what I know. And I that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that you may be seeing something similar to the old um to the old alternate jerseys. Uh I, that's what I'm thinking. We'll see uh whenever it comes out. I know a couple jerseys have already started leaking. You know, the Nashville one, uh, that's leaked. Uh, the Columbus one has. And I personally, I really like those. Obviously, whenever everything gets released, we'll do another tier list like we did for the last one. We'll do that again. But we ultimately just got to wait and see what happens uh, with these. Um, I'm hoping for something good. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's not Whalers. So I'll at least be satisfied in that regard. But in the meantime, make sure you follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And before I go, I do want to get a little personal with you guys. Uh, as you guys know, me and my girlfriend, you know, we met through the Hurricanes uh, on you know, social media. And today is our three year anniversary. So happy anniversary, Cheyenne. You know, it's been a great three years. Uh, and looking forward to many, many more. And I love you. So happy anniversary to my girlfriend. So yeah, that that is uh, that's that. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode where we preview the game against Edmonton, not Calgary, Edmonton.